The contents of the notebook are for entertainment only. It is not meant to offend or hurt anyone. This podcast contains adult themes, sexual content, strong language, and is only intended for an audience who's ready for the shit! Okay there. Story time! Hello and welcome back to the Notebook Podcast. I'm Amy. And I'm Nana. And this is our 21st? 21st episode! <laughs> Damn. 21st. That's so what's okay. new with your life, Amy? Um, I'm very boring, but, um, oh, my brother's in town. So oh, he, where are yeah. we, um... <laughs> so he, yeah, he's, he's, like, younger than me, three years younger than me. Mm-hmm. He's doing big things in San Francisco. Damn. He's very successful, mm-hmm. and he came to visit for the week, so, so today, mm-hmm. um, my family is having a barbecue, and we invited Kevin's family over. Oh, oh, for the damn. first time, yeah. Dude, that's huge. It's pretty big, yeah. I'm, I'm kind of like... your family? Yeah. I'm kind of suppressing it. Like, I'm just like, you know, It'll be you know fine. when you're like nervous and you're yeah. just like, oh, yes. I think about it. Yeah. And then, yeah, it, yeah. It'll be fine. Everything is fine. Yep. That's literally mm. what I'm like right now. And I'm sweating. <laughs> Do you need but, some help? Because I'm yeah. going to be Mrs. Saga later today for a barbecue at my parents. I can Are come you? and like, Yeah, come you and know. break the ice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. So, that's huge. Okay. Yeah, they they met one time. Mm-hmm. Like, um, my mom was dropping Kevin off at his house in Milton, so then she went in to go see them, um, and they talked for like ten minutes. But this is going to be a whole evening, so we'll see how it goes. They have they, a lot of time to talk about grandchildren. Oh fuck! I didn't even think about that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but you can't really blame them though. Cause they're at an age where they're they're either retired or retiring, and yeah, they have all this capacity in their days and I I almost feel like I don't know if it's the same for every parents but I feel like for Asian parents especially they've worked so damn hard their entire lives that they didn't really get to spend that much time with us so I almost feel like there's a sense of guilt that like they missed out on some parts of our lives and now they're older and have more time they want to nurture 100% yeah I think that's exactly it yeah and I see that in Kevin's parents too because he like his parents worked so hard they've always been business owners Mm -hmm. so they were never home and his grandma really took care of him yeah and so they're even more baby baby fevered yeah yeah but I mean it'll be good I'm sure Mm -hmm. I'm gonna need help in the future but I'm just like uh that's in like six seven years so yeah just settle down everybody okay Mm -hmm. just just having a barbecue (laughs) (laughs) yeah no no, there's yeah. no chill about that with Asian nope. parents. Nope. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How about you? Anything new? Um, I'm not that exciting either. Let nope. me see. All right. Well, I went to watch The Lion King yesterday. Oh. Um, it was really, really, really good in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, I keep getting mixed reviews. I hear people that say it's really trash or really good. Who the fuck thought it was trash? It was so good. Oh, my God. Okay, so... um. Back, a little backstory. I didn't really have a childhood, so I yeah. didn't watch the Lion King, the original animated version of Lion King, until I was in like university. What? Yeah, I didn't have a childhood. Anyway, so the first time I watched the Lion King, oh my god, I bawled my eyes out, and it was so sad. So I was so excited to see the real version because, like, you know, Beyonce, duh. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it was just <laughs> the entire thing was so good. It was just so good, it was so realistic, and oh my god, I was mind blown. So you'd recommend it? Oh, 100%. Okay. Go see it. Yeah, I'm um, going to go see it. Yeah, but I was a little bit put off by Beyonce's singing. I don't I can't believe that I'm saying this. It was just, it was too perfect, her singing. Because she played Nala, Nala right? Right, and, right. Like, it was too R&B oh. for, like, Lion King. You know what I mean? It was too much, like riffing and I, I don't know it was oh it put me off yeah put me off a little bit but it was still like amazing amazing movie recommend oh, yeah excited. okay yeah I should go watch it if you haven't right. seen it already and then after the movies we went to this cool bar in Toronto we just discovered it it's called yeah. Sweet 114 oh and uh it's on College and Bay and it's right above a escape room 
So they kind of went with a the theme of of the place, and you have to answer a riddle at the door, and if you can solve it, the door opens automatically by itself. That's so cool! It's very cool. And once you get inside, they give you a menu. They sit you down the the usual, but at the end of the menu, there's a secret menu which you have to solve another riddle for. And the secret menu is just delicious. There, all of their cocktails oh. were really good. There were um, eight of us there, and everyone's cocktail tasted really good. But I especially like the secret menu one. And this is also cool to be in the secret menu club. Yeah, you know? <laughs> yeah. So yeah. is it like a normal bar and everything when you go yeah. in? Oh, yeah. Okay. <gasps> it's That's a, so cool. It's a very cool cocktail bar. Yeah. It's not a big place, but it, it, the atmosphere was pretty nice. I haven't heard of that before. I haven't either. My friend just found it. My friend Kate. Hey, Kate. Um, yeah. She just discovered it, and then we just went to check it out. It was really cool. That's very cool. Yeah. Wow, I went out last night. Look at me go. I know. I feel like you go out way more than I do, though. Like, I you live in the think? city, but you knew, you know way more things than I do. But I don't really go out that often, though. I go out, like, You go every week. week. Max. Okay, but I go out once a month. <laughs> Oh, right. That's different. Yeah. You have a dog. You have a baby. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's true, actually. Yeah. It's, it's actually hard. like having a baby. Pretty much. Anyways, <laughs> should we get on with the stories? <laughs> Let's do it. Okay, so my first story is from one of my friends, <gasps> a very regular contributor. Oh, I already know yeah. who this is. No, it's not. It's not. It's oh. Not her. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Hmm. She's still okay, a regular. Ask you later. Yeah, yeah. I'll ask you later. <laughs> we'll talk offline. Okay. Um, I'm going to name her Jessica. Okay. Right. So recently, Jessica and I have been talking, and I've been trying to, I've been telling her about Hinge because a lot of my friends have been very successful on Hinge. It's yes. a newer app. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it requires a little bit more effort for people to match. So, mm-hmm. I've, I've, anyways, in my opinion, I think that the guys and the girls there are more serious about relationships. Right. So let's talk about her first experience oh on Hinge. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited. <laughs> okay. So Jessica matched with this beautiful man who looked like, do you know Tristan Thompson? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. Um, yeah, so he looked like Tristan Thompson. Do you, um, do you think he's beautiful? He, he's pretty good looking. He's actually really handsome. Okay. I think he's handsome. All right. Okay, has different opinions, okay? Right, right, right. You date okay. Asians, all right? True, true, true. Okay, okay. But anyways, okay, so let's name him Ryan. Okay. Okay, so so they're met on Tins, they're talking, and then they start to text. Mm-hmm. And he was beautiful, but unfortunately, she wasn't all that impressed with him over text. Like, mm-hmm. he wasn't very, I guess, he was, he was very responsive, but he wasn't very interesting. But he kept up with conversations. <laughs> It's just what she said. I was like, okay. wow, like online dating must be so bad because yeah. I've, hear, I've heard so many people that just go on dates because the person has been responsive with texting. And so she was like, all right, fine. Like, we'll meet up for dinner. Mm-hmm. So Ryan lives um, downtown and he traveled about an hour out to go see her. She lives somewhere in the suburbs. Right. And as Jessica saw Ryan pull up, she was like, hubba bubba, yes. <laughs> Very handsome. Hubba bubba. Tall, yeah. <laughs> Beautiful man. Okay. Mm-hmm. So they got seated by the waiter and then they started to chat. And so first couple of minutes were normal things like, how's your day? How's work? Mm-hmm. You know, all those things. Um, and then 25 minutes in, okay. She said it was approximately 25 minutes in. Mm-hmm. Ryan says, out of the blue, Hey, I gotta let you know, I'm definitely a boob type of guy. It's all about the titties with me. I don't really care about the ass, but, oh, God, I love a girl with great legs, too. And I'd love to have a threesome, but it's kind of out of my system. But back to the boobies, I follow so many meme pages that are all about big titties. Do you want to see them? What the fuck? And so (laughs) Jessica's mouth just, like, drops, and she's like, what the hell is happening here? And then he goes on for 30 minutes about how he drives Uber on the side and he has a dash cam on his Uber. So he has like this camera, right? right. And he proceeds to show Jessica videos of big titty girls that he's picked oh up. Oh God. This yeah. has to be illegal. Definitely be- illegal. 100% illegal. Oh my God. And so 
Okay, Jessica also says, like, she has not been able to get a word in since he started talking about tits. Oh, my God. Okay. So then he also starts going on about how much he gets hit on while driving Uber and has also hooked up with two passengers. He's, like, bragging. Hmm. Um, And it gets worse. So the whole time they were on this date, he was, like, grabbing Jessica's phone against her will and getting her to unlock it. Why? Yeah, because he wanted to look through her entire phone while, and she was so uncomfortable with this. Imagine, but like, even if you had nothing to hide, this is your first date. Yeah, and your date's looking right. So then he found out that she didn't have Facebook right now, and he was like, Why don't you have Facebook? He's like, Oh, I feel like you're hiding something, you're being so sketchy. What? And she's like, she was like, I just wanted a social media cleanse, but I still have Instagram. So he's like, okay, let me add you on Instagram. So he adds her on Instagram and gets this like weird look on his face. And he becomes like terrified. Like he has a terrified look on his face. And then he finally becomes quiet. Okay. Oh God. Scrolling through her phone. Yeah. Right. (laughs) Scrolling through her phone for about two minutes. And Jessica was like, can I have my phone back? Why is she letting him do this? I would have slapped the bitch. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. But anyways, he was like, hold on a second and then he turns the phone around he shows jessica a photo of one of her good friends lizette and he goes who is this girl and jessica's like oh that's one of my good friends her name's lizette why he's like oh yeah i know her and she's like okay yeah he's like well i mean i've been on two dates with her and we only kissed but it ended badly is that a problem with you what the (laughs) shit and so then Jessica is like pretty chill. She's like, no, like that's fine. Toronto's a small place. And if you guys have only gone on two dates, it's not that serious, right? And then she was kind of curious. So she's like, why didn't it work out between you two? Mm. And he goes, Oh, she had really nice tits, but really, <laughs> really, it was because I found out that she's a groupie and she told me that she's hooked up with uh, multiple NBA players, and I don't really want a girl that's been overused. Oh my god, fuck off. And then he also said, Lizette spazzed when he touched her phone on the first date. Like any normal human Yeah, being. like your friend here should have. Mm-hmm. <sighs> like even if, yeah, even if my phone had just like two apps on it or something and someone took my phone, it's my phone. Like it's, yeah, it's, it's my device. Yeah. Don't touch my shit. <laughs> right? Don't touch my shit. Like don't even touch my purse, man. Don't so anyways, touch me either. Yeah, don't touch me <laughs> so then jessica's had enough okay she's done with this she's thinking about spazzing out too but he he just keeps talking have you ever been on those dates where the guy keeps talking you can't even get a word in to make an excuse yep. to leave yeah okay. yeah but like so you can that. physically feel his words in your ears yes! at that point. like it hurts <laughs> stop just stop so it's that's abuse that's what's, yeah it is abuse <laughs> so he keeps talking and he goes you know what? I'm specifically looking for girls around 26 to 27 years old because then it'll give me a few years to get to know the girl before she starts giving me children. Because after 30, oh a woman is ruined and shouldn't be having kids. Oh, Jesus, fuck. Oh, I'm so angry, Amy. Yeah. Why are you telling me this Bye, on a fine, right? fine morning? <laughs> it's such a nice day out. <laughs> And like I feel partially responsible because I recommended her to use Hinge. So Ugh. they're not all like this, guys. Hinge is actually a really good app. This is are like the first by, course. Are you sponsored by Hinge, Amy? No, but they should definitely. <laughs> I've recommended a lot of people on it. Um. Anyways, then he starts saying how he's also looking for a girl to move in with him to help him decorate and pay half of the rent. I I want to. I oh my god. Yeah. Oh my god. I think all of us are feeling that way. Mm-hmm. So needless to say, Jessica's panicked and wanted to leave immediately. Yeah. So she said, oh, hey, I forgot I had an oil change appointment really early tomorrow morning, so I need to leave. Sorry. <laughs> oil change? I'm sorry, what? <laughs> I was like, what? And she's like, well, I had an oil change next weekend, but I couldn't think of anything else, and I, I had a second to get a word in. <laughs> Oil change. I can't. I have to leave this date because I have an oil change in the morning. <laughs> I can't. Oh, 
was so funny. So anyway, so so he was he was okay with that. He was like, "Oh, sorry, like the date ended. I had a really mm. great time." She's like, "Yeah, see." She runs out. Okay. Yeah. So then the next day, she gets a text from him, and he goes, "It was really nice meeting you, and I'd definitely like to see you again." So this was in the morning the next day. Okay. All right. She left. She left him on red, and then he texts again. He goes. That oil change better be happening right now. LOL. What the? He's so creepy. Oh my God. He was like trying to see if she was lying about, like, come on, dude, just relax. Let it it go. Let it go. Jesus. So she never talked to him again, but bonus points. Oh no. He was 36 years old. What the fuck? 36 years of experience has led him to this. I mean, I just, fuck. Maybe he's been through a lot of tough shit and that's just, he's fucked. I don't, I fucking don't. I'm curious to hear her friend's side of the story, her friend Lizette, like what she, yes, her perspective. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. I almost Um, feel like it didn't, it didn't happen. Like maybe they went on one date because he said that they've been on a couple dates, right? Yeah. I don't two think dates, he said. Yeah. Two dates? Yeah. I I highly doubt that that's what actually happened. I feel like after he took her phone, she freaked out and she was yeah. like, okay, this is too much for me. <laughs> right? Ugh. Yeah. My God. What but it's it's interesting because like if this, he's probably done this with multiple women. Oh, yeah. And I'm this- sure it doesn't work on multiple women. And that's why he's still out there. But why do you continue with the same opener? Like, why do you? Why does he feel the need to talk about how he's a tit type of guy? I don't know. Does your friend have nice tits? <laughs> she does. She does have really nice tits. So I, mean, I get it. But oh my gosh, I yeah. don't understand men anymore. Yeah. <laughs> Tristan just... Thompson looking men are just not great guys. Yeah, Tristan Thompson, including Tristan Thompson. Yeah. <laughs> I really, you think Tristan Thompson's, uh, I'm not going to. I think he's cute. Not cute enough to like do the shit that he does, but I think he's pretty cute. Right. Okay. I'm glad that you're happy. (laughs) (laughs) Not as judging me real hard right now. No, I'm not. I'm not. I'm to each their own, you know. Cool. Anyways, Uh-oh. thank you for sharing, Jessica. I am I'm, so sorry that this happened to you. What the? I'm fuck? sorry this happened to you, but I'm also kind of glad that you're gonna continue to share stories with us because you're the you best. have the funniest. Yep. Yes. <laughs> best also, stories. also, I feel like she should probably report this guy to Uber. Yes. Okay. So that thing, the dash cam, that's yeah. definitely illegal. A hundred percent. I'm and. Yeah, I would have okay, called but, the cops right there and then be like, there's evidence in this car right now. Go find it. Although, um, it's kind of like a safety measure, right? Because sometimes shit happens in Ubers. If your passenger gets rowdy and stuff, then you have the video footage. But I don't yeah. know if he's allowed to... But <laughs> he's well, depending on the angle that he set up his camera... right and uh from what i know uber always protects their customers um over their drivers i've had like when i get into ubers i always talk with the drivers right and they've always complained about how easy it is for them to lose their job um if a conflict happened between the customer and the driver it doesn't matter whose fault it is uber always defaults it to the driver oh or at least from the couple of drivers that i've spoken to that that's what happened so i almost feel like if uber caught wind of this they would have immediately deactivated his account right yeah because i think you're allowed to have a dash cam because if you're saying that uber always defaults to the customer then it is pretty smart for drivers to have a dash cam that's true because then they can record it yeah and then actually show what was really because clients can always exaggerate too right Mm mm-hmm but then if you're using it just to see big titty chicks. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if the camera's aimed directly at the chest area, then That's messed I, up. Yeah. Yeah, yep, definitely. She said that there were multiple <sighs> videos. Like, it's not just, like, one or two. It's like, look at all of these. Yeah, it's messed up. Messed up, oh messed up. God. Yep. Anyways, I'm glad she ended things. So. Yes, yes, yes. You, you've moved on from this... 
36-year-old yeah. creep. Yeah, but ladies, watch out for this 36-year-old Tristan Thompson-looking dude on Hinge. Aye, aye, aye. Don't, don't go on a date with him. Yeah, so Amy is promoting Hinge, but not this but not person him. Yeah. on Hinge. So beware. <laughs> go try yeah. it, but beware. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for sharing. Thank you. All right, time for my first story. And this comes from username one kitty 19 Yes. Love it. Yep. So I'm going to name him Kelvin. Kitty oh, Kelvin. Oh, shit. I used Kelvin this year. Okay, okay. Hold on. Did you? I can, yeah. I can always it's okay. change no, 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 it. I'll, ch- I'll change mine. Okay, cool. That's okay. Yeah, we need to compare go. names at least. We don't want to yeah. compare stories, but maybe we'll, we should do it with the names. Names, yeah. yeah. Okay, cool. So Kelvin says, this happened during my freshman year of college i was starting over in a new state pretty far from where i grew up and i was using tinder pretty regularly to get to know people and go on dates in general i was pretty successful with weeding out the weirdos but there's always the one that gets you isn't there yep um i've been texting a bit on tinder with a girl named ava not her real name don't worry um, she seemed pretty cool, and we were both interested in nerdy stuff like D&D and Pokemon and stuff like that. Cute. Yep. So Ava was also transgender, and I'm pansexual, so that element wasn't a huge deal to me. And I knew plenty of trans women who were wonderful people. Um, and then he writes, seriously, I want to emphasize that this is not what the majority of trans women are like. They're just like everyone else. Some of them are assholes, and some of them are really awesome people. I'm only mentioning this because it's actually relevant to the story. Okay. So anyway, we were chatting for a while, and then... I decided to invite her up to my dorm to play some games. Now, I know that it was probably a mistake to invite what was essentially a stranger up to my dorm room. But hey, I'm a dumbass. Um, Especially, (laughs) yep, since, since I was still working and fighting a severe depression at the time. And B, she seemed perfectly fine online. No creepy comments, no unwanted advances, nothing. Um, I wasn't even certain she was even romantically interested in me, honestly, but I just thought she was cool and wanted to hang out. So, day of the date. I went down the lobby to get her uh, to bring her up to my dorm room, but when she walked in, I initially thought she was a completely different person. She was way early in her transition than her pictures on her profile implied. Um, okay. Facetune wasn't really a thing back in the day, but I'm fairly certain that she was using some sort of filter to make her face look more feminine. Hmm. But whatever, she was still the same person that I was talking to online, so I didn't really care. Besides, I know how self-conscious some trans girls can be about their appearances, so I figured that it's best not to bring it up, which was probably a smart move. Yep. <laughs> yeah. So I bring Ava up to my room and she tells me that her switch is in her bag, which is what they were supposed to do, uh, play switch. That's awesome. Yeah. I know you love your fucking switch. Love my <laughs> switch, guys. Love it. Okay, quick question. Between yeah. your switch and Charlie, who would you choose? I can't answer that. Continue your story. What about switch and Kevin? Switch. Cool, <laughs> <laughs> okay. cool. I hope Kevin is listening to this. Um, He has some very important decisions to make about his life. (laughs) Anyway. (laughs) Um, So Ava tells me that her switch is in her bag, but she makes zero motion to try to open her bag and set it up. Whatever. I thought it was a little weird, but I didn't push it any further. So this is like, I kind of cut out the names of the games because I don't don't know any of them. But essentially... (laughs) They were talking about this new game that he had been playing and Ava was better than him in this game. So she agreed to help him play this game. So he writes, while I was playing, I was laying on my bed on my belly with my feet towards my pillows. And Ava had pulled over a desk chair to watch me get my ass kicked. When I finally defeated the boss, I guess that's when you conquered the bad guy. Is that? Yes. Okay, cool. I got How that. I did not play games. Dude. Frig- I don't, I don't know. I'm not patient enough. Okay. Anyway, um, I thanked her for her help and guidance, and uh, she told me to keep going, so I did. And then, sometime during the battle against Muffet, whatever that is, um, I felt her climb onto my bed and lay down on top of me. 
Okay. Again, okay. I want to stress that we have done zero flirting, zero kissing, and there's about as much of chemistry between us as there is between a cat and a cucumber. <laughs> <laughs> have you seen those videos? Yes, they're the best. <laughs> Cats are so scared of cucumbers. Yep. Anyways, so okay, interesting. That's the level of chemistry that. Even Ooh, that's have. not good. Yep. So Ooh. yeah. So that's why, like, her climbing on top of him was just like, "What the fuck?" Right. Like, there is a cucumber on my back. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Anyway, and then he writes, and there's also a certain part of her anatomy is currently digging into my ass. <sighs> yep. Yep. So he's like. I invited a pretty girl up to my room to play games, and now I'm getting my ass whooped by a spider bitch while a near stranger is humping me like a horny dog. <laughs> so fucking funny. Oh, Calvin. Yeah. Oh, man. Okay. Uh, so cringe. Okay. So he's yep. like, I eventually warmed my way out of from underneath um, and asked her to leave because I have something to study for. And I walked her out of the door. Despite everything, I'm still disgustingly polite. Okay? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Immediately after she left, I unmatched on Tinder, obviously, completely forgetting that she'd given me both her her, her Steam and Tumblr. What's Steam? I don't know what Tumblr is. Steam's like an online gaming... Of course. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So it was like, I spent the next three days getting constant messages without about when we were going to hang out again. Um, like, But he's like, did she seriously think that that date went well? Anyway, um, he ended up blocking her on all those platforms as well. And mm-hmm. uh, he's like, luckily, I went to a big school and we had drastically different majors. So I never saw her again. Yeah, I, I remember when I was younger, I've been on those dates where it just ended up being so friend feeling. yeah. But then he would do something so weird, like and and very sexual, mm-hmm. randomly. And then I was like, "What? The, like, what? What led up to this to make you think this was okay?" Yeah, like you know? there needs to be a bridge between meeting people and like forming a friendship to sex. There needs to, to be like, like digging their dick in your ass. Yes, yeah. like yep. hello, we just met. Like I, yep. uh, there was you gotta feel the chemistry. You know, you gotta feel like, it she out. Could have she could have laid beside him. Yeah. She or like have... kissed first before yes. digging things into holes where they don't belong. I just feel like laying on top of someone is a very intimate um, gesture. Yeah. You don't just sit on a chair and then lay on top of someone. Yeah, it's not. It's, that's not a transition. There's a lot. Ha, there's a <laughs> a lot of like physical contact when you're laying on top of someone, and you're like basically putting your entire body on one person they're supposed to like there's yeah. a, it's, it's too much man it's too much yeah that make yeah no it would have no. been cute if they had been dating for a while yeah right? that's what i mean like it's okay then it's like okay well we've already hugged before even they probably haven't even hugged yet they right? haven't no nope. okay yeah true. they had right. they, there had been zero flirting right yeah but it was uh it's just uh but the cat and oh. cucumber thing really got me when I read yeah, it. Yeah, that's so <laughs> funny. <laughs> oh my gosh. I'm well, dying. Thank you for sharing your story. I am sorry that this should happen to you. And uh, good luck with your games, men. I hope yeah. you <laughs> kick that spider bitch's ass. <laughs> okay, so I'm going to start with the second story Woo-hoo! after that one. Yeah. Um, okay, <laughs> this one. The reason why I named him Calvin was because his username is Calvin Bastello. Oh. So his name's actually Calvin. Can I just use Calvin? Sure. Or I can call him Bastello. Bastello. Okay, let's do Bastello. Yes. Okay. So um, Bastello started dating a girl named April. They met online. She was one of the few people that Bastello actually made contact with from online to real life. So... Mm. Unfortunately, he didn't really have a lot of success with a sea of people on his online dating site, Um, but she seemed pretty normal, Um, and when they went on their first date, it started off very casual, and it was fine, but then April mentioned that she dressed up her cat every day in different outfits. Okay. So, he thought, you know, maybe he should have known something was up. (laughs) 
And then April also mentioned that she was nervous to have Bastello at her apartment because she thought that he'd think badly of her, which was a little concerning to him because he was like, what? Like, why? But then he thought maybe, you know, maybe it was messy or something or... I don't know. He had she had like weird photos on her wall, but he or he just too said many cats. Yeah, <laughs> he was just like, I'm sure it's fine. Yeah. So <clears throat> they went to April's house, and nothing seemed out of the ordinary um, until and so he just kept going over to April's house because at this point they were kind of consistently seeing each other. Right. Then one night at dinner, April tells Bacello that she has a confession to make. Oh no, I'm scared. At first, he's not alarmed. But then as she starts acting nervous, saying, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God, and then turning 50 shades of red, Bastella was just hoping that she was going to tell him that she, she wanted to have a three-way with him and his model friend. Very fuck? distasteful of him. But anyways, yes. it turned out that April admitted to having a Build-A-Bear. Yeah. Huh? So then Bastella goes, what? Because that's not that bad, right? Yeah, it's, it's yeah. fine. Like, yeah. And then April says... You know, it's a Build-A-Bear is one of those bears that you make at the malls. And then you can, like, put um, stuffing in them. And she says that she's a super fan of them. Mm-hmm. So Bastella says, like, he's not really seeing a problem with this. And that's totally fine with him. But then she says, mm-hmm. no, you don't understand. I have an obsession with them. So I have a lot of them. Like, a lot. Oh, so this piqued his interest, and he's wondering how many of these bears she could have because he's never seen them in her apartment before, and he's been over there for at least like at least ten times. Right. So it turned out that she had hid them around her apartment in closets and stuff. So, oh, shit. he was he was like, Ugh. and now he's imagining like little fuzzy Chuckies hiding in the closet watching them do things. Oh my! And God. she says, you know, like my best friend told me to hide the bears or else you would think that I was a weirdo. Some people have skeletons in their closet. She has Yep, exactly, I mean, yeah. Whatever, to each their own. So anyways, yep. so then Bastello is a little curious now, right? He's like, how mm-hmm. many bears could you possibly have? She's like, I have this one closet in my bedroom where the majority of them are. And so mm-hmm. he's like, okay. And he's like, can I come see them? And she's like, no, you can't see them. And he's like, can I meet yeah. them? And he's like, what do you plan to do with them? Like, just hide them away forever? And then she's like, yeah, I'm just going to store them away so that you can never see them. Weird, right? It's very. Yeah. So the next time he was at her apartment, he, was, he kept trying to take a peek, but she still refused to let him see. She would throw herself in front of the closet door whenever he tried to go open it. They had two or three more dates before she reluctant reluctantly let him take a peek and it was actually way worse than he expected he opened the closet door and they like they came flying down oh he had no idea how many were in the closet but there had to be at least over 70 of them staring back with their beady little eyes jesus that's like a scene out of a scary movie absolutely and then she finally (laughs) admitted that before they started dating she had them all over her apartment in her bedroom, her bed with her, on her furniture, on the wall, like everywhere there was a spot to put a bear. Um, they all had names and outfits. Of course. <laughs> and Bastella will never forget the excitement and giddiness she had sharing her love of bears. And then she proceeded to tell him how she wanted to build a bear just for him that looked like him and had his clothes. Okay, that's And that she would name it after him so that she could have it forever and ever. Yep. So, Bacella got freaked out by this, broke up with her shortly afterwards, and never found out if she ever got a Bastello teddy to replace him. Oh, my God. Yep. How old is she? Did, did you? Uh, no, I don't think they put the name, but I don't think they went to school or anything. It seems like they were like in their careers. Adults. Yeah, in their adults. I mean, she had an apartment, so she... True, true. Yeah. I mean, there's nothing about nothing wrong with collecting dolls, like it as like a collective item. <sighs> yeah, but like my mom still collects Barbie dolls, but she keeps it. <laughs> oh, she, does. she keeps them in like boxes. Yeah, but that's like my a mom used to buy item, right? Yeah, she used to buy these dolls and give them to me as gifts. I'm like, I have never liked Barbie dolls for one day my entire life even when i was a kid why are you buying these for me 
my mom's like, they're so pretty. And then like, can I open it? She's like, no. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, it's for her collection, but that's just, oh yeah. my gosh. I'm imagining this guy opening this closet and just bears tumbling all over him. And they're like, as they fall, because you know how like, you can make yes like, the recordings, recordings yeah. in the dog. I love Like you. as they fall I on you. Yes. Oh, oh, well, no, thank you. Yeah, it's like no, straight out of a horror you. movie, man. Exactly. Oh, God. Yep. Well, anyways, thank you for sharing Bastello. Um, yes. Freaky horror story. Thank you. Yes. Run. Yeah, run. <laughs> All right, then. The next story comes from somebody named... Oh, she told me not to share her... Um, Name? Her oh. username because she was like, it's very identifying, which I found so intriguing. And I sent her a message. I'm like, can you please tell me why your username is identifying? Because... That's very interesting. Anyway, this quote came from a uh, a wait, sub what? dating wait, over you did, thirty. Wait, why is she? Like, why is it? I don't know. I can't share it. I don't know. I asked her. She hasn't replied yet, but she said that I can't use her username, so I'm gonna call her Nelly. What, what was okay? the What was the End username? Story. It's what the fuck? Okay, yeah, continue. Okay, continue. That's so weird. <laughs> I know. <sighs> anyway, so Nelly writes. This could be a 15-page long story, but I'll give the shortest version possible. And this just happened a few hours ago. So I guess right after the day, she came home and immediately rolled this up and shared it on the internet. That's funny. Okay. So she writes, I met this guy on Bumble. He was nerdy looking and he was a professor. And that sounded very nice. I'm not a big relationship person uh, since I just finished the relationship and my last significant one blew up in my face but if the right guy comes along i am not anti-relationship so she went out and try her luck we went on a, f- a few weeks off texting and i was out of town for work so meeting up took some time the day i got back in town however he wanted to meet up so yay we made plans a few days later um she's like i tend to cancel on these kind of things but i made it point for me to go show up on this date because i just needed to get out of there anyway so to the day of the date before i even sat down he said something about his ex-wife um to be fair i knew about her they weren't married for long and he still watches her dog and stuff so it was kind of weird but i have no problem with him being in contact with her uh, though it was weird, especially because he started like backpedaling and saying how it was her birthday and he had to call her and talk to her. And I actually said I, it was really nice of him to do that, to call her on her birthday. As a side note, he looked very little like his pictures. I am pretty sure that these pictures were, if they were even him, at least 10 years old and at least 15 pounds ago. Oh my God. Yep. Um, but then again, she's like, I didn't really care. The last guy that I dated was eight years older than me. And he was also 350 pounds. Uh, and also some of my pictures were definitely taken at a better angle. So she's not judging right, him right. too hard. Okay. Right. However, uh, halfway through the date, he did end up asking me if his pictures represented him. What? Okay, so like, he what knew fuck? that he was kind of catfishing. Yeah, he was probably like, he knew that he was pushing the limit a little yeah. bit. So he wanted to get her point of view. Like, do you think these pictures represent me well? <laughs> anyway. <laughs> um, and uh, Nelly says, I pretended that I hadn't looked at his profile recently and I just kind of brushed it off. Just like how I brushed off him telling me that he was taught to never look at a homeless person in the eye because they will come and rob you. What? What the fuck? Who taught him? Oh, my God. Oh, uh, my God. Anyway, I just... Uh, fucker. Anyway, so she's kind of just, like, understanding that this is not going to be a great thing in the future, but just playing along with a date. He also told me how much he hates phones, like he wants a flip phone with only six apps. Um, And uh, he can't stand them and was happy that we met in person so that we could stop texting. Um, He also said that I can call him at work. Wait, what? Okay, hold on. Even after you guys meet in person, you're going to still have to text to communicate? Yeah, but he's happy that they have now seen each other and don't have to text at this moment. Oh, at that moment. Okay, I see. What the heck? 
Yep. Um, and then he was also like, oh, if you want to talk to me, you can call me at work because he doesn't like texting, I guess. So it's like, you can call me at work. Uh, the job that I work at that pays me like $30 an hour for 30 hours a week. I don't know why he brought it up on this date. Yeah. I just, I, he's a mess. Anyway, well, about halfway through, I can see him with his phone under the table after saying how much he hates phones. Right. And Nellie was in the middle of a story, which he had asked her to elaborate on. So rude as fuck. Wow, that pissed me off so bad. Right. So Nellie sees him on his phone. So she stops talking completely. And he doesn't even notice that she has stopped talking. Okay. No. Bye. Right. This is like my biggest pet peeve when you're on a date with someone or even if you're hanging out with someone and then they bring their phone out. Yeah. It's just so rude. Like if you brought your phone, if you leave your phone on the table, fine, because you might be expecting yeah. a call or something. And then like if you can bring your phone content, like your the content on your phone into the conversation that we're having, like you phone would show me something on your phone. Completely cool. But like if you're on your phone texting other people while we're out You're not even noticing a- this person stop talking. <laughs> yeah. And even just like it's not even on a date thing, it's even between yeah. friends if it's just annoying wow. and very rude. Right. So he doesn't even notice that Nellie has stopped talking. So Nellie grabbed her phone out of her purse and because she had like about 40 texts from a group chat. And so she's going through these texts because he's also on, on his phone. Right. Yeah. So then while Nellie is on her phone, this guy finally notices and puts his, his phone away and says, oh, now you're on your phone. No, he did not. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. So Nellie jokingly said, you started it. And his reply was, well, my ex needed something. She doesn't have my address, so I needed to give it to her. Okay, what is up with him and his ex? Like, I get if you're good friends with them and, like, you've ended amicably. But, like, what? why does he have so much responsibility with her still? Yeah. Anyways. So, yeah. Um, apparently this guy kept harping uh, about Nellie being on her phone and she tried to talk some senses into him but obviously he just like doesn't get it and Nellie was like whatever I'm not like I know I'm not going to be into this guy but I'm not going to be an asshole so I'm just going to like play along again and then he brings up his ex again for maybe the 6, 7, I don't even know 10th time and he's wanting Nellie to comment on his stories about him and his ex. And Nellie doesn't really know how to comment on them. So finally, Nellie says, a bit playfully, um, she's like, I'm not, I'm pretty sure that you're still into your ex. And he took it terribly. His reaction was, I would never go back with her. If she asked me tomorrow, I would say no. <laughs> Just relax, buddy. <laughs> Yeah, if you're that defensive, you probably still have lingering feelings. A hundred percent. And so Nellie said, I told him that that doesn't mean that he's not into her just because he doesn't want to get back with her. I said that that's like an impartial, as as an impartial third party, that's what it looked like. It wasn't an attack, although he probably thought that it was. Um, So he kept asking why I gave him the breakdown, why... I thought this way. And then he's like, he's like, I feel like I'm being watched by the CIA since I know so many things about him and his ex. But you're the one that was talking about your ex this entire date. Why the fuck are you? What? Oh my God. It's not like she asked to learn any of this stuff. Exactly. Like she came out on a date to get to know you, not your ex. And now she knows so much about your ex because you've brought it up. Because of <laughs> you. And now you're mad and feel like you're being interrogated and watched by the CIA apparently because she knows so much about your ex. I don't. Anyway, anyway. so the, the anger is built right. in him. In him. Oh, okay. And he starts. T- I was like, the anger is building. Good girl. You yeah. get mad. In him. So he starts speaking more loudly, not really yelling, but very loud. Um, and was like, you called me honey once in a text. That means we're like a relationship status. 
And Nelly was like, I don't think he wanted that he meant that he wanted a relationship. I think he thought that I thought that we were in a relationship. It was, I have no clue. It was really weird. Oh my God. Right. So Nelly was trying to ask him to put himself in her situation and was like, imagine if we were on a date and I kept talking about my ex, how would you feel? Like, wouldn't you know this? And his reply was, oh, like you have an ex. Okay, why are you even on a date with this girl if you think so right? low of her? Wow, that's horrible. Right? So Nelly was like, well, my friends, this is when I stood up and Good left. Good for you. He had already, yep, he had already paid the bill, which I offered to split, but he insisted. So I got up and left. But I did went, went down the street um, and hit for a little bit until I finally saw him walk past. And then I was able to get home after a beer and a shot. <laughs> Yeah, and that's the story from Nelly. That's a nightmare. A hundred percent. Like I don't even know. There's so many red flags. I don't even know which one to snatch yeah, right? and talk about or wave. It's just uh, fuck off. That is all I can say. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. Yeah, it's interesting because if I'm I saying- if I think about him in his situation, he probably thought he was ready to move on. Maybe. But he's clearly not over his ex, right? Clearly not. And in denial that he is still in love with her. Yeah. Well, sorry you went through that, but you move on, girl. You move on. Yeah, good for you. Take that shot. (laughs) Is it my turn now? Yeah, it is, right? And then your story? Yeah. Two more stories. Okay, we got this. We got this. Got this. Focus. Hakuna Matata. Okay. I'm going to go. Okay. Okay. This is my third story. This Mm -hmm. one's an interesting one. It's by a user named Cashew Alchemist. Okay. I'm going to name her Cassandra. Sounds good. Yeah. She goes. Okay. This one makes me more than a little naive, but I see that that's a trait a lot of us have in common. Amen, sister. (laughs) So, I moved to a new city and joined OkCupid to meet people. Right. Dates or not, I'm really just looking to meet people, and I think I make this clear on my profile. Mm -hmm. So, then I match with this nice-seeming man, old enough to be my father, and he starts to chat with me. But he has a lot of friends my age. This should have been a red flag. And similar interests, and it seems like I could integrate easily into his friends group. So, she's just looking for a friend. Mm Mm-hmm. So she kind of thought this guy seemed friendly. Has um, a lot of network. Maybe yeah, maybe people. Maybe she yeah. could make friends. Yeah, exactly. So she wasn't looking for a date or anything, um, but she was kind of excited because they got along really quickly. Mm-hmm. So he invites me to hang out one evening with him and his son. His son is my age, maybe a year younger, and also very nice but painfully shy. Okay. He keeps talking up his son the whole time, and then I begin to suspect that he's trying to set me up with him. And she doesn't really see any long-term potential there, but she enjoys her time, and she's not against hanging out with them again. Okay. Day, in quotations, number two. (laughs) So the older fellow says that he and his son and many of his friends, again, mostly female, mostly her age, are going to a fancy dress-up party. What does that mean? Fancy dress-up party? (laughs) Like a costume party? Yeah, so she explains it's like, a steampunk style type of ball. Um, so she was like, it's not really her scene, but it does sound entertaining. And she couldn't pass up the idea of dressing up, having fun and meeting new people. Right. Right. So the guy then says that he has a photography studio. So he has a whole wardrobe of costumes to wear if I have nothing to wear, which I don't. So I take him up on this offer. So this mm-hmm. is red flag number two, because what kind of photographer are you where you have a bunch of steampunk Types of costumes. Right. Anyways, so he says his son is also coming to this thing with his son's friends who live nearby. Mm -hmm. And they're all going to carpool down to the club from his place. Right. So great. She's going to meet new people, more people. Mm -hmm. Maybe some guys her age. Right. So I get there and his son hasn't showed up yet. So he directs me to his giant costume wardrobe and I change into something I find kind of weird, but it's fun. Yeah. Finally, his son shows up, but his friends call and say that they'll meet us there instead. And so we drive down there, but his son insists on taking his scooter instead of riding with us in the van. What the fuck? 
Yeah, so kind of sketchy now because I'm in this van alone with this guy, and now he's starting to make passes at me. Oh, no. So whereas before it was very friendly, now he's starting to flirt and try to do stuff with her. Yeah. Yikes. So we get to the club, and a decent portion of these people are wearing full-on fetish gear, okay? Do you know what that is? Like, yeah. (laughs) Oh, no. Oh, no. Yeah, so she's, like, they're in, like, leather, like, strappies. They have, like, vests on. Some of them are partially naked with, like, nipple clips. Oh, no. And she goes, I am not comfortable at a place like this with only complete strangers. And plus, I wasn't even told that this is what was going to happen. So then the old guy starts introducing me to people there that he knows, including an ex-girlfriend who's 18. Oh. Red fucking flag, right? An ex that was 18. That means she was definitely underage. Younger. Yep. One day. day. Oh, Jesus. Again, keep in mind, this guy's son is too old to date this girl without it being mildly weird. Duh, fuck. Okay. So I've been hiding outside with his son as much as possible, but then the man starts getting uncomfortably physical with me, and then the son leaves abruptly. He took his son to his party? Yes! What the? Yep. Um, so many wrongs. I don't even know like, where Now where I kind of begin. understand why his son is very shy. Yeah, because your dad's <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> Anyways, so then the man spends the next 10 minutes trying to physically drag me onto the dance floor, which has exactly one completely stoned person dancing, after which I tell him I'm not feeling well and I need to leave. So we get back to his place and I change as fast as possible, keeping myself covered in case there's a hole in the wall I don't yeah. know about. I don't blame her. Yeah. On my way out, he grabs me and tries to work it into a hug, then kisses me, trying to start a makeout <sighs> session. Yeah, so cringe. Mm. And then I'm freaking out and I tell him I'm feeling really sick and bolt through the door. I yank my arms out of his grasp because he was holding onto me so tightly. Jesus. And thankfully, that was the last time I saw him or his son, although I feel so bad for that kid. Jesus. And there's, all, I, there's so many things that's it's wrong. Like, yeah, <laughs> wrong okay. with this situation. I don't even know which one's worse. I can't decide which one's oh the worst one. Oh my god. Yeah, no, I, I, I was reading this. I was like, what the fuck is happening here? It's just one of those stories that keeps getting worse and worse and layers and layers. We like, have a lot of those, eh? Yeah, like, what's, what's worse? What's worse in your opinion, Amy? The fact that this guy was dating an underage girl... Um, or the fact that he was dating this girl and not telling her what kind of party this was and right. kind of lying to her about it. Or the fact that he brought his fucking son to this party. I don't know. All the above. Worse. All of the above. And it, he, it's clear that he brings his son to these parties all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. Jesus. That's just fucked up. Man. That's messed up. I'm sorry you went through this, and mm-hmm. I'm glad that you survived. Yes, yes. Um, Never again. Yeah, maybe don't meet friends off of OkCupid. Okay yeah, I don't think that's what they're looking for. <laughs> nope. Sadly. <laughs> Anyways, <sighs> so moving gross. on to the next one. Okay, now we certainly need some pure love in this atmosphere. I am... Uh, Please. Sick to my stomach, Amy. What the fuck yeah. just happened? Sorry. Are you, like, why? It was a beautiful day when we woke up this morning. Very intense stories, but... Uh, yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> let's, let's, let's tell a good story, shall we? Yes, I'm excited. This is the story of Renata and Wadi, and they are from Houston. Okay? <clears throat> yes, I think there is a picture of them online, so I guess we'll share that on social. Sure. Sorry, guys. Someone's, like, doing construction. Cool. cool They're not cool. allowed to do that, but... Oh. Should I snitch? Do it. Should I be a snitch? Do it. <laughs> do it. <laughs> okay. I'll, we'll try to tell this story. Hopefully, it's not as loud as it's, it's hurting my ears, but, it, you know, we'll just... Okay. <laughs> okay. okay. Okay, I think it's done. I think it's done. Okay. So, the story of Renata and Wadi. Renata... Hold on. Hold on. I'm going under a blanket. <laughs> I will suffer heat stroke for this. Are you camping? Yeah. Oh, cool. This is the story of Wadi and Renata. 
So Wadi begins the story. He says, Renata and I grew up in the same city in Brazil. We attended the same elementary school and high school and later shared an advisor at the University of Sao Paulo. But because of our six-year age difference, we never crossed paths. So they grew up wow. together in the same exact environment their whole lives, but they never met. That's okay? crazy. Right. And then Renata says, we also shared a commitment to finding a cure for cancer. After graduating from medical school, Wadid studied cancer biology at Stanford University, and I did postdoctoral research at Harvard University. Okay, wow. These people are so successful. I know. They're like <laughs> next What level. are we doing with our lives, man? Uh, You're under a blanket, hiding right. from noise. and. <laughs> I'm telling the story. Oh, man. Okay. So, in June of 1993, Wadid needed a hard-to-find chemical for a particular experiment. I feel smarter just by saying this. Holy crap. So, Wadid's college advisor back in Brazil suggested that he contacted Renata in Boston because he knew that she was using the same element for her work. So, technically, they're brought together by this... Chemistry. Yeah, chemistry. Wow. So many puns. (laughs) Um, So what he called Renata from his office in San Diego, and then they began to correspond by email, which was brand new back in the day. This was 1993, okay? To be able to communicate through email was a big deal back then. Right, right. Right. And then what he said, 44 people in my lab had to share the same email address. (laughs) What? So this was a little bit difficult, okay? At first, their messages were purely professional, and then they began getting more philosophical and having deeper exchanges. But, but he shared this email with 44, 44 other oh, people. Okay. okay, I'm sure they had a system, so no one was kind right. of like reading their emails, but it was like a little risky. Yeah. But then again, this was not romantic yet. There was no romantic expectations or exchanges between the two of them. So far, it's only been... Uh, philosophical and I don't know what else smart people talk yeah, about. Right. Um, so in <laughs> August, Wadid invited Renata to speak about her research in his lab or to his lab associates. So when she stepped through the airport, Wadid thought, uh-oh, I'm in trouble. Oh, so cute. Yeah. And then Renata says, oh, I didn't think that, but... <laughs> But Wadi was exceedingly charming. So at least there's that. So Renata gave her a lecture the next day um, on a Thursday. And on Friday, Wadi took her to a classy restaurant. And he couldn't stop thinking that this was it. Like he was in love from first sight. Okay. Um, He was like, I was thinking this is it. I feel like we would never see each other again. You know, because we don't live in the same part of the world and it's so hard to meet up because they're both so busy right so but he was feeling very strong feelings towards her so i said to her i think we should get married what wait on the first date on the first date the first time they've ever met each other and renata flag could be except renata said he put his hand in mine and something incredible happened i knew i was in love so i said yes so sweet i know it's not like they're complete strangers okay they've been talking over email for some time now and they've had a deep connection right right even without any romantic feelings but that could just be like they were just talking about chemistry without having chemistry between them Uh, uh. (laughs) so when they finally met sparks flew and everything fell in its right place and what he's like it was crazy because i asked her to marry me before we even kissed wow yep and renata wanted to clear up that there was no alcohol involved whatsoever um of course her parents and friends were stunned when she told them that she was engaged uh because she's not known to be the impulsive type i mean they're fucking scientists right yeah right like (laughs) yeah yeah. um and what he said we were both very busy with work but Two months later, we met up in Reno and got married at an all-night chapel. And then we had a one-day honeymoon in Lake Tahoe. Oh. Yep. 
Uh, so Renata actually didn't move in with Wadid for six months because she had some experiments to finish. But they did phone calls and email exchanges and saw each other whenever they could. And then in 1999, they both accepted an offer to head up to their own research laboratory at the oh. University of Texas MD Anderson Cancer Center. That's amazing. Yep, in Houston. So now they are not only married and live together, they also spend 98% of their time together working side by side looking for a cure for cancer. Come the fuck on, guys. Yeah, that- <laughs> like, we don't deserve... Power couple. Yeah, we don't deserve love stories like this. Right? Like, the I'm most, fucking chills. Wow, yeah. that's incredible. Yeah, this is like the literal tr- definition of power couple. I can't think of anything better than this no yeah um but what he said like given that they're in the same field studying the same things for some couples like doing the same thing their situation could be a deal breaker they might um think if i worked by myself i could get all the glory and awards that come with the results that i may discover but not them and renata says sometimes we fight like the gods (laughs) <laughs> but minutes later, it's forgotten. Wadi and I are equals in every way. And we have a palpable connection. To this day, I wonder, what if I had been more careful and turned down his proposal? It is a dreadful thought. Oh. Yep. Uh, Renata and Wadi are 46 and 52 years old. And they have been married for 18 years. Wow, that's incredible. That is just... On another level, this just, yeah. Well, that makes me hopeful for, you know, sometimes guys are a little impulsive, but they just know. Yeah, like it's it's one thing to be impulsive without reason, but they've definitely... They felt a connection, yeah. that chemistry, yeah. But it must be so amazing to be connected and to be involved in each other's lives in every single way possible without feeling suffocated because clearly they don't, they love it. Yes. Yeah. It's very easy to spend too much time with your SO and you start to feel suffocated. Yeah. But I think with great communication, like Wadi and Renata have, it's amazing. Like they can't get enough of each other, it feels yeah. like. The only two percent they're not together is probably when they're taking a poop. So <laughs> <laughs> it's, <sighs> it's a very hopeful love story. And I think we can all, we all need stories like this in life, you know? Yeah, that was a beautiful story. I know. I, They're such great people. Wow. Yeah, and they are looking for a cure for cancer. Come on. I like, no. <laughs> and they found love through yeah. it all. While doing it. Yeah, it's just they have so the amazing. same life goal. Yeah, yeah it's like complete amazing. opposite of the stories that we share today. It just keeps getting worse and worse and worse. Yeah. The story just keeps getting better and better and better. Yeah. Yeah. Well, where did you find this story? Can we share it with our listeners? Um, it's on a website called realsimple.com. Okay. Yeah. It's just through some research. I was literally just looking for the best love stories and I've stumbled across this one. So sweet. We will share a photo of Renata and Wadi. Um, and you can go check them out. Really cool Yay. people. Really cool people. Well, thank you for sharing that. Thanks Renata and Wadi. And thank you for your work in searching for a cure for cancer. We appreciate you. And that's the end of episode 21. 21. We hope you enjoyed this week's stories. I love that Radana and Woody's story at the mm-hmm. end you did there. That was awesome. So cute. Still yeah. crying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you guys liked our stories, please rate, subscribe, and review us on Apple Podcasts to let us know what you think. Yes. And we also want to hear yours or your friends' dating horror stories or love stories. So please email them to us at the Podcast at gmail.com. And uh, if you want to be anonymous in these stories, please let us know and we will make up names for you. Speaking of which, I found a random name generator online. What? So we'll use that. We'll use that for Oh my God, now. send that to me, please. Yes. I've been asking Kevin for names. Yes. And he always comes up with like, Joe, Bob, Jill, <laughs> Bob, Dave. Yeah, I'm like, oh, come on, dude. Yeah, we can do that okay we don't need yeah. help on that. <laughs> exactly but yeah this is really cool like gives you first name middle name last name and then like a brief history like what they do what? For, it's really cool so it makes up characters yep characters not even just names i wonder who would actually need to use that app i would not be surprised if that's on tinder oh <gasps> yeah that happens a lot yeah 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 but- 
Good news is that we have up. names now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yay. And of course, you know, you can listen to all of us on your favorite podcast platforms and follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. We're pretty interesting on there. So make <laughs> sure we? you follow us. Uh, kind of. Yeah. Kind of. <laughs> and be our friends. And you can find this information on our website at thenotbookpodcast.com. And of course, please tell your friends and family and colleagues to tune in to our podcast. And uh, yeah, we'd like to be your friend, please. Yeah. Hello, friends. <laughs> Anyways, so that's episode 21. And we hope you tune in for episode 22, which is going to be airing next Sunday. Yes. Until then. Uh, Bye for now. Bye, friends. Bum, bum, ching, dun, 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 dun. I'm gonna keep that in there. Oh man. <laughs> Hakuna Matata. Okay, I'm done. Okay, we're leaving. It Goodbye. means no worry. <laughs> <laughs>